Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. If there is one thing I wish to keep for life, it's an open mind, he reasoned silently. Because without it, the world might as well be a small room without windows for the sun to shine through. The cafe was heaving once again. Another day in the office, he murmured with a smile, while empathically watching his workmates running around. He was off work that day, at least of the cafe one. Sitting on the couches in the corner, he had his usual set of artifacts at the ready. A notebook, a laptop, a highlighter and a book. All he needs in those moments. All he needs most of the time, quite frankly. With maps of meaning finally finished, he was able to explore the newly acquired philosophy-focused book, Sophie's World. Only a few pages in and the boy was already hooked. It is true, he thought. Books truly are out of this world. Interested in the phrasing, which the thought raised, he reflected on its meaning. They allow us to travel back and forth in the universe, to the lands we never saw, to the people we never met, to ideas we've never encountered. Everywhere and anywhere. That is why, he agreed speaking the agreement into existence. It felt true to him. That's all that matters sometimes, he added inaudibly. Exploring the concepts which so deeply tickled his intellect and intuition, the boy felt empowered. He loved learning and encountering the unknown. Sensation-seeking, that's how a girl he loved once described his attitude. Maybe, he smiled. Although never formally educated in psychology, over the course of these past years he grew very fond and understanding of this unique, rather practical field of knowledge. Like philosophy or languages, psychology felt important to him, important to his development. It was also very useful, especially when interacting with others, which the boy deeply appreciated and practiced without a stop. Social and communication skills run the world, he once concluded. Without them, we can be very alone in this world full of others, just like us. Inspired by the thoughts and ideas presented by the books he surrounded his mind with, he dwelled in the realm of self-inquiry on the daily basis. It didn't necessarily mean he was constantly ecstatic about life. Quite the contrary, he seldom felt enough of anything. But isn't that how each of us feels almost every time their ego notices a threat to its inherent value? Whatever the answer of others might be, he knew that it was true to himself. He was an extroverted people's person with a classic, for his day and age, level of anxiety. Constant anxiety. It doesn't matter though, he would often remind himself when it felt too much. 
A true hero faces their fears instead of avoiding them. Considering different personality traits and their level within his persona, he wondered on the ones that drove his actions the most. It isn't an easy task, he would argue silently. It isn't easy to know thyself, since most of our thinking goes unnoticed and is preconditioned. You do choose, however, where you place your attention. That's where the hero's journey begins. Thinking of these things, he took a sip of his warm beverage and quietly whispered a prayer of gratitude. For this beautiful day, the writing to come, and the world's complex and mysterious nature. Coming back to the personality discourse, he remembered one of the sources of insight, which mentioned the quality of openness. It was all about one's capacity and likelihood of pursuing the unknown, exploring the unexplored, and opening new doors of understanding. If not enthusiasm, then openness, he heard his mind mutter. It is probably the trait that drives me the most. It is quite tricky to determine whether his diagnosis was right. Firstly, because it was his diagnosis, which already meant a bias was at play. Secondly, because as much as he knew, he couldn't be certain whether the understanding of himself was anywhere the objective truth, if such could be defined. Finally, the boy had to accept that looking back in the context of finding proof was an activity deemed to fail. It was a confirmation bias at its finest. Of course, all my abroad living, language learning and sensation seeking can stem from my openness levels, he stated, but it might be as well an outcome of different factors of which I am simply too ignorant to notice. Finding himself in such a pickle, he felt his energy shifting. A certain level of disappointment fused with rage was boiling within. He wanted to believe his own opinion, but wasn't certain whether he could. Of course, I can choose to believe whatever I wish, he agreed internally. But that doesn't confirm nor discard any truthfulness of my claims. It was at that moment when he decided to simply let it be. What else was there to do? If there was no way of proving the truth behind his thoughts, he could as well let them be as they were, simply open to all. A little glimmer of sunray touched his face at that moment. In his humble opinion, it was the perfect timing for it. It proved a different but important point. Openness is quite a thing, he pondered, a beautiful thing. Whether he was high in openness, a sensation seeker or an extrovert, it didn't really matter. The truth was somewhere in between. He was certain, however, that he valued this ability to explore the unknown highly. Very highly. If there is one thing I wish to keep for life, it's an open mind, he reasoned silently. Because without it, the world might as well be a small room without windows for the sun to shine through. Thank you for listening to my story. This week, I wanted to invite you to consider the personality trait or any sort of attitude trait you might have and think about it in terms of how does it affect your mode of being in this 
world in this mysterious creation that uh, we're experiencing every day. We tend to think that there are two forms, the extrovert and introvert, those who like to be with others and those who don't, those who explore and uh, express themselves freely and those who tend to keep it to themselves most of the time. I don't really think there is a good or bad in any of those. I think uh, everything and anything can have a good and bad connotation depending on the context and in that I, <laughs> I encourage you to think so as well because it uh, allows you to let go of any attachment and uh, it allows us not to have conflict happening between us when we share different stories and consider different things or approach situations in a various of ways. But it does add a question on top that um, just how much and in what way is your mode of being serving you or stopping you from something? Nowadays, or I believe it was the case for all the time, but <laughs> I wasn't there to witness it, so who am I to judge? Nowadays it seems like the world is very polarized and with the rise of social media it became increasingly more difficult to find ways to connect. We feel like we have all the world under the tip of our finger and yet uh, the anxiety levels and uh, the polarization seems to be on the rise and. Uh, we don't know how to deal with it. I belong to the breed that uh, decided to go abroad, to explore the other and uh, to be open. Whether that decision was conscious or unconscious, I can't tell. I think there is a mixture of both. But it does add to the way that um, I create or interact with my reality. Recently I finished the book by uh, Jordan Peterson, Maps of Meaning, which was a challenge, I must say. It's a hefty book with plenty of academic and very abstract concepts. Something that I've not encountered for a while. I think this might have been just the most challenging book I've read so far. Especially that I have no formal education in any psychology and uh, I have a skimming just uh, maybe scratch the surface of theology and philosophy only on the basis of my own self-study. But the book focuses on this idea of trying to make sense of the world and in what ways are we, as the human species, trying to make sense of it. I don't want to go into the depths of it, I don't feel like I am <laughs> good enough and well equipped to, to be able to presented to you, but I must say it is a very powerful and very eye-opening book, especially for someone who is interested in those states and ideas and thoughts. I think it's a worthy read and I would encourage you to, to do so. If you are an avid reader and if you're up for the challenge, then get yourself a copy and start reading. What helped me a lot was the background knowledge of uh, my own sort of faith that I was brought up with. It felt very refreshing to see all the Bible verses rewinded and uh, reintroduced to, to my understanding in a way that isn't so indoctrinating and clerical in a sense. 
But the main idea and something that I've taken away, and maybe it is not the main idea of the book, but it was definitely the main idea of the book for myself, is that there are two ways to approach this unknown existence that we're faced with every day. You can either face your fears head on and uh, overcome them through that, or you can cower away and uh, either not acknowledge them whatsoever or try to put them in brackets, which would make them a bit less intimidating. According to the author, neither of those approaches work. The only one that actually works in a positive way on our selves is the hero journey. So this idea that you do face the challenge and you do work through it rather than turning your head away or trying to figure out a way of putting it and pigeonholing it into something that you already know. And isn't it actually true that most of the time we are improvising? Shakespeare said the world is a stage and I do really think that to a certain extent it is and you play a multiple of roles over the course of your life and you have different approaches that you exploit depending on the situation. But coming back to the personality traits, I found that um, something that is definitely quite pervasive in my application of myself in this world is the idea of openness and this idea that uh, approaching the unknown is exhilarating. It can be exciting or it can be scary and both of those are true. Being excited about something does not mean that you're not scared and being courageous means exactly that you are scared but you're doing it anyway. And I would like to encourage you to consider this for yourself in your daily life and in how you act and react to the world around you. So for this week, I would like to encourage you to consider this and to apply it to a certain extent. See in what spaces, in what ways, in what situations of your daily life you do approach it with less openness than others and uh, consider whether or not it would make a sense to try and approach it with a bit of an open mind and a bit of more courage and just face the challenge head on. It often happens, I find, and I've read that multiple times, that the moment we do face up the challenge, the challenge dissolves or it translates into something that actually becomes a lesson in itself. And as we talked last week about the failure and approaching it in a productive, procreative way, rather than destructive and uh, negatively stalling way, I would like to encourage you to consider whether or not a bit of more openness and being open to new ideas, being open to doubting yourself, being open to listening to others what they have to say before you speak, might actually enrich and empower your own being and your modes of being. And this is not to say you should leave your country now and go live in a culture you don't understand whatsoever or completely flip the script and <laughs> throw out the window whatever you know and start living like someone you've never encountered before. But it can start with little steps. It can be started with a few small actions repeated every day, maybe just by meeting new concepts and new ideas, maybe by reading a book you've never 
considered reading or exploring a subject you don't really know anything about. And um, seeing whether or not some of those things might actually be useful and interesting. Whether or not they will be, I can't tell. Whether or not it will be exciting, I would like to say it will, but it depends on you. Either or, it's an interesting experiment to do and it might just be an interesting week for you to explore. So yeah, this week I would like to encourage you to try new things, meet new people, explore and um, consider new ideas, new thoughts and be courageous enough to doubt yourself and doubt your cognitive behaviors and biases that you already have in place and enjoy yourself in that process. And at the end of the week, if you feel like some of those were not necessary, then you just don't have to do them anymore. But you might just find that there is something that was interesting, exhilarating and inspiring. And thanks to it, you have become a more well-rounded and more happy, joyous and uh, exciting person. So yeah, other than that, I wish you a great week. I hope that these podcasts are part of this little journey into the unknown for you. Stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll see you next time.